This podcast episode mentions brain injury, suicide, childhood trauma, teenage motherhood, and infidelity. These are our personal stories, and we are not mental health professionals. This is not a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health or personal advice. Hello, and thank you for joining us on this episode of And Life Happened. I am your co-host, Samantha. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. On this episode, you're going to hear Jessica and I talking about the idea of timestamps. Jessica, can you start us out since I learned about this concept from you? Sure. Um, For me, um, I I kind of made up the the concept. Um, There might be literature out there somewhere about it. But I made up the concept um, of creating positive timestamps to counterbalance negative times in my life. So, um, for example, um, and I'll give a definition as well, but when my son had his car accident, um, I left my principal role at the exact same time due to his accident. Um, And so I was going through a lot of, of really depression from his accident, from leaving my role, from not knowing who I was anymore, from feeling guilty about his accident. Um, And, you know, what could I have done better? And it was just a car accident. It wasn't anything I had done, right? Um, But, you know, a lot of emotions. And so I created a positive timestamp to reframe the negative time frame into a more positive one. So what I did was I decided to go get my doctorate. And I had, you know, I'd always wanted to do it. So I Um, instead of saying what I found myself saying was before my son's accident or when I was a principal, I reframed it to uh, before my doctorate, after my doctorate. And it just, um, it it wasn't avoiding the negative emotions, but it helped me to look back on the timeframe in a more positive way to create a happy timestamp around such a, a troubling time. I'm wondering, you know, um, how if you're thinking about that process how long like if you had to look back and be like give a time frame on it because you know it like there were so many negative things potentially happening at that point um how long before you were like okay i'm getting my doctorate like what was the time frame like it was truly actually almost a year so um, my son had his car accident in july of 2012 and um, so it was a little over a year. I signed up for my doctorate program, my doctoral program in August of 2013. So um, after his accident, I had about six months of uh, appointments and things with him for just a short while. He actually recovered a lot faster than they thought. They said, um, they said round the clock care six to eight months and he didn't need me after maybe a week. <laughs> he was like, mom, I'm fine. Um, I mean, he was in a lot of pain, but he, they thought that he had a traumatic brain injury, but he did not. So, um, um, you know, so then it was just regular. I mean, his jaw was rubber banded shut and he had arch bars in there and he had titanium in his face and he had fractured his wrists and his knee and um, lots of other things. But um, um, I fought the insurance company for six months. And then I went to, I was working part-time at a university through this entire experience they were wonderful about working the hours i could um and 
you know, when I, I was supposed to work 20 and so that, you know, if you can only work five, work five, you work zero, work zero. But I was able to keep those 20 hours in and it helped to kind of keep my mind off of everything going on with my son. But I was fighting the insurance company like a full time job um, and then went to that employer and said, I'm ready to go back full time. I'm going to have to start putting applications in other departments. And they created a full time position for me. Um, and so I really let myself just kind of slowly uh, get to that place. You know, it was, it wasn't an overnight thing where I just shut off the emotions. I really had to process a lot of things. And then I said, um, you know, I'm ready to go full time. I'm ready to basically get my life started back up again. And um, it takes a little bit of time to ramp up to full time where I was working. You don't, the job I was doing isn't something you just overnight say I want to do full time. So I did that. Um, and got comfortable with the full-time hours, wasn't fighting the insurance companies anymore as much, I should say, and then decided it was time I was healthy and this is what I was going to do to create that positive timestamp. So, you know, I had sat with the emotions. I had felt them. Um, you know, I grieved the loss of, of the job, of uh, lots of things with my son, even though he was there and healthy. So I didn't lose him, but there's still a grief process that you go through there and then I created the positive timestamp a year later. Okay, I have to tell you, in hearing all of that, I mean, I think I just had a huge epiphany. And I, in, in hearing you talk about that, and you and I have talked about this concept how many times? Like All the time. <laughs> and yet, I feel like I just had an epiphany. And I can tell you that I know I did because my eyes started to tear up. Like, that I have done something similar. And even though, you know, like, so, and it's with around my former husband's death, right? Like, and the idea, I remember sitting in therapy and for a long time, it, you know, and it was a, probably around like the year and a half mark for me. Mm -hmm. um, but just hearing you talk about your time frame, I went, oh, and it was the moment I decided to like open my heart up. Mm -hmm. um, and so I reference, you know, like I do, I reference all the time, like when my husband took his life, when my husband took his life. Mm -hmm. um, but I wonder, like I'm starting to like have this like innate feeling. I don't feel the same that I did around it. And I wonder if it's because I'm connecting also that time, like, to a lot of other emotions. You know what I mean? Like, because a year and a half later, I decided I'm going to open my heart up again. And I'm, I am stronger because of, you know, like the emotional work I've done and mm -hmm. the thing, you know, like, and so there is that like slightly different slant on it. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm telling yeah. you, hearing you talk, I went boom. Well, you know, you've, every time we've talked about it, you have said you have negative timestamps. And, um, and so I, I'm really glad to hear that maybe finally me explaining the process, because we've never done that. We're always like, oh, let's do a podcast about it. And we've never really talked about it. Um, and so maybe it'll make a little shift for you as well. But I, but I also am not taking away from the fact that there are negative timestamps. That's, that's why I started having, you know, making the effort to have positive timestamps because there's so many things that happen in life and you attach to it. And, uh, you know, and 
I couldn't find anything on actual timestamps, right? Like there's there's nothing that I could look up that <laughs> talks about timestamps and creating positive timestamps. But I did find that in in our memory, um, when you are looking back on life, you have a tendency to be able to create more vivid memories and more positive, you know, like um, you've, the way you feel when you're looking back is when you have positivity to look back on, right? And so when you, if you've gone through trauma as a child, um, it, you know, there's so many studies that talk about how um, people who've gone through trauma forget things from their childhood because they spent so much time in fight or flight. And, um, you know, so there's so many negative timestamps for kids who are going through trauma that they don't remember the positives. And, you know, with me that that's me. I don't remember a lot of my childhood because of everything that I went through as a child. I, I, people will tell me these amazing things like, oh, I used to love going to your mom's house because we would bake cookies together. And I'm like, what? You came over to my house, we bake cookies. I don't remember that at all. And so creating the positive timestamps, I think also helps with my memory um, in my adult years. And I have read that the more positive um, memories we have, we associate it with you know, like, a, I'm, I'm jumbling how I'm saying this, but just having those positive timestamps and taking the moment to notice them helps us with our memory later. And so I don't know yet, we will see, um, you know, how that works out for me because I have such a bad memory. But I don't have childhood memories other than, you know, mostly the trauma that I went through. So um, that's why it, creating those positive timestamps are so important. Um, I also do it, I'm a little stubborn. Um, I don't know if you knew that about me. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> so, um, so when, you know, when uh, we haven't done this podcast episode yet, but we keep talking about doing it too, is talking about being a mom at 17 and, or pregnant at 17 and a mom at 18. When I was telling people I was pregnant, I had the, the just, um, the things people will say to you when they're in a high stakes moment, it's pretty gut-wrenching sometimes. Like, um, you ruined his life. You just screwed your own son over. You don't think, like, you know, you effed up his whole life. Um, good job. You know, I mean, just like terrible things people were saying. But in my head, I went, oh, I'll show, show you. you. Mm. I'm going to be the greatest mom there is. And I'm going to be successful. And I'm going to, you know, and all these things. And so looking back at those times, I mean, it was a little bit of a rebellious spirit or a um, redemption kind of thing. But I created very positive timestamps in that as well. You know, that I don't dwell on the things that they said. But at the same time, I was you know, kicking my butt in gear and becoming successful because I had to show them. So I, I don't know if that really correlates to a positive timestamp, but, um, you know, it it's kind of that mindset that I had that uh, it's the same with the time timestamp. So I was going through that as a teenage mom. Well, then later when he had his car accident, because um, this is the same child that later had his car accident, um, at 17, it, it was the same thing. Like the that mindset is, well, I've been knocked down, I'm going to get back up again, and I'm going to go kick ass. Um, so that the time steps really helped me to feel more resilience, um, where I had felt defeated at the time. And I've done it recently. Um, and I, it wasn't until somebody said, I was in a meeting with somebody and they said, but you are a CEO. And I know that's out of context, but 
Um, I, but I am a CEO and, and I had to sit there and go, oh my gosh, I am a CEO. And so I had to kind of backtrack to create this timestamp. Um, I left a job. It was my dream job. I had wanted it, you know, since I, since I was a student at this organization and I had worked to get to this job that I had when I was in burnout and um, left the organization just defeated. And, you know, it took a while to heal from that, um, from that. And in the time frame that I was healing, you and I started two companies. <laughs> and so I want that to be my timestamp. I don't want that timestamp to be um, everything that I went through with that boss at that organization, because I still believe in the organization. I still firmly believe that it's changing the lives of the students and they are serving the underserved population. I firmly believe in it, but I think they made a mistake in hiring these, this person and this person is creating a huge disaster in her wake, right? So like, and that's just human nature, but I still believe in the organization. So instead of having this timestamp of this person took away my dream life that I wanted for myself, I am flipping the script and saying, because I went through burnout, I am now designing the life of my dreams. I have two corporations, um, a for-profit and non-for-profit that we're building. I'm a CEO. You're a CEO. I don't know how we've just done our, our titles. I always forget what our real titles are, but you know, we own two companies. So those are our timestamps. And, um, and for me, I mean, you know, I was going through burnout. You didn't have that experience, but, um, at this time, you know, you left for other reasons, but, um, when I look back, I want it to be like the catalyst of, wow, look how amazing our lives are right now because we created these two companies. So that's my timestamp thing that, um, you can, you know, you still have to feel the feelings. I went to therapy about my burnout and it wasn't until somebody else said to me, you're a CEO. I went, Oh my gosh, I am. I, so you know, this has been, again, you and I have talked about this a million times and I, I've struggled with it on the positive piece because gosh, I just keep latching onto these negative pieces. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because I naively thought that your timestamps um, came very quickly mm. after. Mm. And so I was struggling and, and every really big negative moment of my life, I was struggling to connect it to something positive immediately yeah. after, you know, and by immediately, I can even mean a month or two, right? Like, and I was like, yeah. how do I, I can't, I can't connect it. And everything you talked about today has continued to focus in on time and not time in time is of the essence, let's rush, 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 right? But, but more that, Time is something that we work through. Like, like so I'm working through my emotions. I'm working to understand these things. And then at the right point in time, there's something that I decide to do. Um, and I'm choosing to connect that period of my life to that positive piece. And, and I think for me, that's where like, I'm like, oh, oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Because because it's not about connecting it to something immediately after because I've been struggling to even figure that out. But hearing you say it, there are things, you know, 
and I think I did this just a little bit before we even started this conversation where, because when I moved, you know, I, mm-hmm. my former husband cheated on me and then I, um, I got to this point where I was like, you know what, you can do whatever you want, but I'm moving. I'm moving mm-hmm. to my dream location. Um, and I'm going to do this. And, um, I attach that whole time period to that move, right? Like that whole time. And I've never really thought about it in that sense of like, give yourself the time, first of all, Mm -hmm. to heal it, to feel it, to run through all of it, and then attach it to the moment that comes almost after, right? Like the moment after you process Mm-hmm. what's that positive big because because they're t- traditionally always is there's something big for you and big for you doesn't have to be the same as big for anybody else right right, right. um and attaching that time period to that moment instead of the one that precedes it yep and in in talking about this have you noticed that uh, <laughs> i'm picturing what we used to tell people and um, we've done this for ourselves as well, but the superhero pose, like every single one of these examples so far have been the superhero pose in my mind. Like that's when we were like, no, but I'm a badass. You watch, you watch me. And, um, you know, <laughs> and we're not telling people they have to go out and start companies, get a doctorate, move to Florida. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we're not telling you to like pack up your home and leave, but, you know, we've interviewed other people that, um, you know, if we think about, um, it was a while back, but we interviewed a school counselor who left the role and they sold their home and they started traveling the country in an RV. Again, we're not telling people you have to go do this, but it was something life-changing for her. Uh-huh. And, and opening my heart, not uh, like, I feel like yes. not, not a big move or going after school, but man, was that monumental for me at that moment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 And, you know, so they could be smaller things. And I know that I've done uh, invisible things. Like you say, opening your heart, that's invisible. Nobody can see that, but you were a badass at that time. And so I never really thought about the connection of the, the timestamps that I was creating and also it being, um, your badass, was a badass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like you stand taller, like I'm going to go do this. I'm, I'm going back to school or I'm going to be an amazing mom or I'm going to love again, or at least let people in, um, you know, um, and I mean, especially considering everything that you went through with your husband, your previous husband, um, choosing to open yourself back up again was huge, huge. And, you know, I mean, packing up and moving to Florida is, is huge, but it's also a timestamp. And so, you know, I don't want people to think we're saying, and I I think it's been pretty clear here. We're not saying that you should ignore the emotion and then just go flip a switch. No, I think it's the latter. Like we're emphasizing the latter here. Yeah. We, there's a process I went through, right? I mean, it was, I can still, I had somebody tell me one time, um, I didn't, I didn't, here when my son had his accident i didn't hear the chopper come and pick him up because he was air backed out I, I, it was a mile and a half from my home i had no idea um i was getting calls from 6 30 to 8 30 in the morning 
I had turned off my cell phone because the next day was when I had to return to work as principal. And, um, and so I was already getting text messages from teachers. Sorry if any of the teachers are listening, but I turned off my phone because I wanted to sleep because I started getting them like, you know, two in the morning, ah, da, 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 you know, question, 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 question. So I turned off my ringer and I woke up at 832 missed phone calls from the hospital and he'd already had one surgery by the time that I got this call, right? So I didn't hear the, the helicopter. I didn't see the helicopter, but for about two years, if I heard a helicopter, I was triggered. And somebody said to me, you have PTSD. And this was probably like a year after. And I went, oh, you know what? I'm pretty sure that I do because, I mean, I hadn't thought about it because I thought, oh, only, only, soldiers or only people who've been in battle or only, you know, cops who've been shot at or, you know, that kind of thing that they could have PTSD. And I didn't see this chopper, but it was creating this for me. And so um, I'm actually trying to picture when that was that we had this conversation because I feel like it was before I decided to go back and get my doctorate. So it would have been just shy of a year. So maybe about six months in, um, we went and we did this uh, walk and it was on the walk that I was talking to this woman and she said, you have PTSD and, and she ran, um, she did a PTSD thing for vets, her and her husband. And so that's where she had the expertise in it. So, um, you know, like I had to feel all of this. I, I can still picture what I was going through during that time frame before I made the, the switch. Um, you know, so I had to get to a point where I was healthy enough to say, okay, now's the time I'm going to start living again. And what I chose to do in that moment was get my doctorate. It could have been anything. Um, you know, there was another time um, when I was going through some stuff at the same organization, shocking, um, same organization. And I was, it was about two years prior to me leaving, maybe three. Um, and it was just, I was so stressed out and we went to the river and I hadn't been there, you know, like it was my, my son, my son, my husband grew up going there and he took me to the river and I went, Oh my gosh, this is like, I need this so that I can, I, I was trying to stay in the organization. I stayed for a few more years, but, um, that became my home away from home. And so we had, we got a, a little place at the river. Um, and, uh, I don't look back on that time as time that I was going through this struggle with my organization, I look back on it as the time that we owned the river house. And so, you know, it's, um, it's, it's weird how, when you, you know, you make the choice to, to reframe the past, um, or in the current moment, you know, you just make that choice to reframe what you're going through, how impactful it is, because I look back on such a really difficult time. And I picture myself riding the jet ski and putting my hands in the air when my husband is driving the jet ski and just like letting the water hit my hands and just feeling free. But really, it was one of the most stressful times of my life. So, so you know, you know, something that you just um, alluded to and brought up in that whole piece that I think is super important as well is that we oft we do things in the moment um, almost as part of our um, unconscious resiliency, right? Like we, we try to latch on or create an environment or do something so that we can feel like some safeness or comfort uh -huh. or something, right? Mm -hmm. 
And then it's not then that you're attaching the timestamp. You're just trying to figure out how to support yourself or other people maybe trying trying to lean in as well. You know what I mean? Um, But then it's when you look back. So it's the timestamp is almost like a reflective piece. Like looking back, I am choosing Mm -hmm. to look back on this instead of this. Um, And I'm stamping it. You know, like <laughs> I, I literally picture a t- I, I picture um, like a red stamp being put on, you know, stamp. Like, I don't know what it says. It just says stamp. <laughs> like, this is a stamp. It it's says red. reflect on me. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it says type stamp. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, and, I, you know, I think for me, like a few key takeaways to today from just this small discussion, but powerful, um, is that time is important and giving yourself the time is important, right? So yes, not trying to rush it, not trying to just take on that toxic positivity. Well, I'm going to be positive right. about this, but really allowing yourself to go through it, live in the emotions, feel things, grief things, whatever it is you need to do. Um, and working through all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, in, in that time, taking care of yourself, um, yeah. in whatever way you can, and then retroactively, like as you're reflecting on it, choosing to stamp that period of time with the positive piece that almost came out of it versus the negative piece that launched it. Right. Right. It's maybe even switching from a victim mentality um, to a hero mentality. And I don't mean like I'm a, I'm a firefighter and I'm running into a burning building, but you know, it's the victim mentality to the badass mentality. Um, you know, and, and, um, and I, and I'm not saying it's not okay. You we're victims, but things happen and we are victimized. We are victims. Um, you know, and then, so I'm not saying you can't be a victim, but you living in it and staying in it and dwelling in it can be dangerous. And so, you know, I, I went through the process, I healed from the process and, and moved through it. And, and I'll tell you, my son would be like, you weren't the victim. I was in the car accident. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. You broke your face in like four places. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and so, you know, he has a totally different perspective, but what's interesting about him is um, he, I, I mean, I won't speak to his, truth or anything but I watched him kind of experience the same things where he he bounced back far faster than I did um um you know and it seemed to impact me for different reasons of course you know I'm his mom and that kind of thing but he like struggled for a little while and then went out and was like well you know I'm gonna make the best of this and he ended up meeting his wife um, shortly after the accident and, um, you know, so had he not had the accident, he wouldn't have probably even been here. He probably would have been away at college. And so, you know, so he had, and I've never discussed timestamps with him, but, um, I remember watching him and seeing like, it was like he was leaps and bounds in his growth, um, from the accident on and, 
he was an amazing kid before the accident. So I'm not saying like, you know, he went from being this bad kid to this amazing kid, but it was a huge deal. His face was altered. Um, and while he was healing, cause it was right after uh, high school graduation, while he was healing, all of his friends are going off to college or join the military and he can never join the military now. Um, you know, so it, you get lists of things that you can't do now, right? Like, oh, you can never do this, 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 or this now. And he didn't let that stop him. And he went and got a degree and he has a family and he, you know, so, um, and he's brilliant with money and um, he's in accounting. <laughs> you know, so like he, he kept making these, these strides. And I wonder if he would ever equate that to a timestamp. I, um, you know, I'm more of the philosopher and he's more of the money man, you know, like he's, um, I will probably sit and think about the whys and hows and, and emotions behind everything. And of course he's like, well, how can I turn this into money? <laughs> like, how can I make a profit here? So we have different, uh, uh, mindsets, uh, and neither one of them is wrong, but so I don't know if he would have that conversation with me, but, um, you know, I, I did see them though. I saw the changes he was making in his life and what he was focusing on um, as far as like, you know, going to school at this point and getting a job at this point because, you know, he had to heal as well. I mean, he had some significant injuries, significant, but, you know, his, they don't call it wiring shut because it was rubber banded, but they, it was basically the equivalent of being wired shut and, you know, all of those fun things and multiple surgeries. And, and he, he laughs it off now. Like, look at my scar. I look so good. You know, like he, he has this big old scar across his cheek. And, um, you know, so, um, I, I just like to see it in other people. I like to kind of look out for it, even though I, it's not a normal term that's out that people use regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, cause I, you, you mentioned timestamps and I looked it up and didn't find really anything. No. So maybe, <laughs> um, this can be your, um, impetuous to write a book. <laughs> Oh, about timestamps and how and why and all of that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe food for thought there. Or it could be a chapter in our in our book that we keep talking about doing. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Well, Jessica, do you think that there's anything else? I mean, I you heard I've taken a lot away from our short conversation here. Um, for myself, do you think there's anything else we should hit on for people to understand or to help them understand this concept, um, before we say goodbye to them today? I don't think so. I just hope that people know, you know, like we said, we've stressed, it's not a rush, it's not a race, but also it has to be what feels right to you. So, you know, so like deal with the emotions, sit with the emotions, heal, and then go after your life, you know, create those timestamps. Thank you for listening to And Life Happened. We hope you enjoyed this episode and will continue to listen and like our podcast. If you would like to support our podcast, you can do so by sharing this with others to build our community of resilience. To stay updated on the latest information, please follow us at and underscore life happened on Instagram. If you would like to share your life happened story of resilience, please complete the form in our Instagram bio. These are our personal stories and we are not mental health professionals. 
This is not a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health or personal advice. Thank you.